Hello and welcome. This is the Joe Danier podcast. I am Joe Danier. Uh, I am day one back from my vacation, took a motorhome trip over to the West, uh, made it into Wyoming and South Dakota, made it into Montana, down to Idaho, not to Idaho, to Utah, then to Nevada, made this big trip in the motorhome. And so I I am getting back into keto like today is day one of not me eating total trash as well as getting back into a regular workload where I had task lists and schedules. And I will tell you, it was not fun coming back. Uh, You know, you, you spend, this is, this has been the longest stretch of time that I've been able to be away from work and not worry about operations. I had people in place that did an amazing job at covering for me and making sure everything was good while I was gone. So I didn't have to worry. I could actually enjoy myself, but that was 26 days away from work. And I traveled around the country. Um, and I'm telling you that one of the one of the topics that I want to bring up on today's show is the mentality of scarcity. And every once in a while, you get a glimpse, and especially because when I'm driving a motorhome for ten hours at a clip, you get to, you get to see some insights into what humanity could be like at times. And I think the two instances when I travel that I see this illustrated the most or when I go on cruises and when I'm traveling in it behind the motorhome, And it, it scares me a little bit because I know that it's a very primitive, very natural state of being. And I wonder like what keeps society from behaving that way more of the time, because it's actually a more successful, you know, it's more successful trade and a, a successful behavior. Think about it this way. So the first example that I'm going to give you, is the deck chairs on a cruise. And so if you ever go on a deck, the, the, the swimming deck on a cruise, so if you've never been there, it's in this dead center. Uh, it's surrounded by, you know, either concrete or, or, or uh, decking slats. And it's got a bunch of like lay down chairs. And this one time I walked up on the deck and literally every deck chair was taken but there wasn't a single human being that was using any of the deck chairs. So maybe there were 50 deck chairs surrounding the pool, not a single human being. Now there were people stuffed. There were their towels and their bags and their sunscreen and, and their, you know, it's sunglasses, but there weren't any people. And so what basically you're looking at here is when something is scarce, when you think there isn't enough of something, you claim it, even if you don't need it right now, you claim it because you think when it's your turn, it's not going to be there. So scarcity thinking is, I, I and I went to a, a flea market one time, and in the flea market, they had this center where they had all the food services, and there were like 10 tables. Well, at the 10 tables, there were people that did not have food, but were sitting there. And there were people that did have food that were standing around eating. And I thought this was kind of backwards, vice versa, right? Because the people eating should be sitting at tables and the people that were waiting to eat should be standing around waiting to eat. And I was trying to time it to see if by the time, like how long do people sit at a table and how many, how long people were waiting? I mean, if it is that you just had faith 
that when it was your turn, you could claim a table and the one would be available versus nobody got anything they wanted. The people sitting at the table weren't eating and the people that eating weren't sitting at a table. So everybody was not getting what they wanted. So it is exactly the primitive thought were giving people exactly opposite of what they were looking at. Now, the deck chairs, at least you were saving a spot for yourself so that maybe when you got out, you could lay on the table on the chair. But I'm one of those people who I don't listen to that. Right. I don't adhere to that. If your shit is sitting on a deck chair and you are not, I will move your shit because that's not how it works. We were at uh, we were on a, a cruise that stopped in one of the, the islands in the Bahamas and there were eight hammocks that were strung by palm trees. And when I'm walking down, like that is one of my simple pleasures is that I love laying in tropical weather under a palm tree in a hammock. So I was so looking forward to that, those, those hammocks. And when I got down there, every one of the freaking hammocks, now these ones did have some people, but most of them actually had people stuff. So I was like, no, I'm not doing this. I took their shit and I, I, I moved it put it on the ground and I laid in that stinking hammock and it didn't cause any kind of fights, but you can see that that's a very aggressive move and you shouldn't be put in the position where you have to move people's shit as a placeholder because there's an, a finite resource that is being occupied by, by that. I get a little fired up about this because you know, these are our, our fellow man and in, in it, let's just say there was a zombie apocalypse or a, you know, a, a, some kind of tragedy of, of some kind. And you had to rely on your fellow man to either, you know, follow a set of guiding principles and look out for one another or capitalize on it and take whatever you want. Well, which would it be? Well, I know if, if, if the shit went down, I would have to be moving a lot of people's stuff, right? Because people would be get into survival mode, know that it's not, know that it's not an infinite supply anymore. It would be scarcity psychology and people would start behaving improperly. They would be looking very self-centered, a lot looking out for the fellow man. I mean, I hold doors open for people. I look out for other people. I let people in on traffic. Uh, you know, I'm always looking out to see how I can serve other people. So when you watch people that totally capitalize on the good nature of other people, it pisses me off a little bit. But anyway, so I got to see, and, and when I'm driving in the motorhome, and if you, let's just say, um, you know, I, I have to go slow and I have to leave a lot of space ahead of my motorhome when I'm traveling. So that I, when I use the brakes, it doesn't stop like your regular car. You need a lot more slowdown time. And so what will happen is because I'm leaving this space, these cars that are in a super big hurry will cut in front of me and just to, you know, improve their position one or two car lengths. It puts me in a bad spot and I usually flip them off when I, when they go by me because they don't understand um, how easily I could crush their little skulls, right? Because they do that shit. I can't stop. I mean, there's nothing in, it's not that I don't want, it's that I can't. And so when they put themselves in those positions, I mean, there are a couple times where it came super close to turning them into little tin cans, right? And, uh, and like I said, so I get mad about that because they're just, you know, inconsiderate and, and, and being very primitive. I like, I, I like intellectual thought and I like considerate intellectual thought. That's where my sweet spot is, where you could be smart and you can take care of other people versus you could be self-centered and you can capitalize on other people and, you know, just be consumers of other people's, you know, goodwill. Uh, so that, that's, uh, like I said, that's, that's my, my big impression here where you, at the same time, um, that you lose faith a little bit in your fellow man and you know when 
know know when things go down. It's it would not be a, a good thing. So I'm in a zombie apocalypse. Uh, I'm gonna take you out. Like there's no I, I've seen when I've seen you at. When I'm not allowed, like I'll go to jail now if I do some of this stuff. Uh, but in zombie apocalypse, like you're you're not going to get by. Like I'm not going to cut you any slack because I, I know what you how you behave and how you act. Uh, now in you know the deck chair, uh, yes, I'll move your stuff. And if there's nobody sitting in the seat, there's no super no super seat savers since kindergarten. I'll move your shit and also the hammocks. Uh, your stuff will definitely be on the ground. And if you've got a problem with it, screw you. Like I, I it, there's you know it. I'm be I'm mad when you're there and you get to be mad when you're no longer there. So we're even like we're both mad and we both counteract each other. So uh, that's uh, that's my story for today. The uh, bad behaviors that I see when there's a scarcity mentality. So what do you do to counter that stuff? Well, it creates this contrast where when I behave well and I serve people well, it, it's in contrast to you who is being the asshole. So it actually makes me look a little, little bit better. So I don't really care that you. Uh, that you do it because it actually makes me look a little bit better. So a uh, little saucy today. I had to get that off because you, when you're sitting there driving for 10 hours, you're thinking it, but you don't have any, I can't social media it, right? I can't get it out. So this was my vomit about, uh, about the driving uh, around the country. It was a great trip though. And in tomorrow's episode, I'll share a little bit more of the better part, but I wanted to complain first off the get go uh, to get that off my chest. So thanks for listening. This is the Joe Dana podcast.